We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in Tuesday edition Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. Getting a little bit of an early start for our streamers. Football practice this morning. Lane Kiffin speaking to the media sometime around 1130 here um, just before lunch today. His one week, his one interview a week with uh, with the local scribes or whatever you want to call it. On the I media. bet he's excited this morning. I bet, I bet Lane... he woke up and went, you know what? It's going to be a hell of a day. Got, got the media today. Get to go. Get to go stand on the podium and talk as softly as possible. It's going to be a sorry lectern. Yeah, I hate that. And I made the mistake myself. It's it, it's all good. It's going to be a great day. You think Lane could name everybody? Everybody? Hell no. Mike can't name everybody. <laughs> I'm not sure I can name everybody. <laughs> well, I know I can. I know I look around occasionally and go, I, because I, I, <laughs> I told someone today, I said, I feel like kind of a jackass, but I, I look at a couple people and go, yeah, there's no reason for me to learn your name. It doesn't matter. No. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're inconsequential. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, yeah. It's, I'll get the guy that calls and goes, hey, do you have time to do our radio show? And I'm like, no. Is there anybody else in the beat? I'm like, I don't know. You got any numbers? Nope. <laughs> that has been the biggest change. I actually I was having this conversation with somebody at Ole Miss the other day of just how beat rotation, because there's so many different entities in different ways, has changed, and you don't know everybody, and it's it's – I mean, the entire landscape has moved so much in a decade on just what it even means to cover a college beat compared yeah, to sure. 10, 12, 15 years <laughs> ago that – I mean that happens. I mean even our and people that I I like well enough, like in the baseball group text when they'll send us zooms and stuff. A lot of the numbers I won't have names beside it, and I'll go. It's, that's indicative of something that is that is interesting, if nothing else. In the football group text, there's only like two or three names that I have. Everything is just numbers. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I don't even know who, I'm, who are we. Who is communicating? So I never respond. I mean, I never ever, unless I have something super sarcastic to say. And occasionally, which is occasionally, but very rare. Used to be pretty consistently, but now I'm just checked out from that standpoint. Don't even want to spend the time it takes to get the sarcastic comment in there. Well, because there's, I, I, I sense that there are still a handful of people who are blind and deaf to sarcasm. Oh, and so and over text, and sometimes o- it doesn't come off correctly tone wise. If they don't know you, 
and they don't. Oh, well, that's true too. They would think because they wouldn't have your number right. either. They wouldn't even they, it's just. They would think I was being literal, and and it could create issues. Okay, but they wouldn't know who was creating the issue. That's true. They would just see a number. They'd have to Google it. I guess so. You could be the GIF guy. Avery says, just start sending GIFs. Just, every time a comment, <laughs> just send GIFs in the thread. Yeah, I miss Sus, too. Someone says they miss Sus. I miss Sus. Sus was a good dude. Sus is, I mean, he didn't die. He's a good dude. <laughs> he didn't fall off the earth. No, he covers, covers the Titans. He's a good... Between him trying to think of puns and just knowing things about things you've never thought of, he's a really good guy to sit by the press box because he's going to jabber constantly about the about something, and it's it's typically going to be fairly interesting, whatever it is that he he dreams up. It's 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 a much quieter baseball press box. Oh, now I bet. Us. It's it's I bet it's it can be funeraly at times. Basketball press row is super quiet. Is it really? Yeah, like nobody talks, and I know they look at me like I'm like a. Because I go get a beer at halftime. <laughs> it was my joke, right? Go get a beer. Would I ever have to wait in line? And I had a sense that from now on, I'll probably have to wait in some form of a line. But last year, it was a what joke. What was the longest line? One person. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. At halftime? Yes. And you're obviously right there. But I waited till halftime. You gave it a minute. Oh, I'd give it a minute. Yeah, I didn't okay. I didn't jump up and race. So like as soon as the clock hits, you're not walking out no, no, no. and then No, I'd, okay. I'd finish what I was doing. Like cuz I usually wrote a paragraph on the first half. Yeah, sure. If I was doing some sort of a tweet, I would tweet. Sure. And then I'd get up, get my phone, close my laptop and walk back to the line. And there was never a line. It was my it was my realization. Did you ever change the beer up? Oh yeah. Okay. Frequently. They had the Tiny Bomb Pilsner for a while, and I would just get that because I like it. And then all of a sudden, it disappeared. Oh, really? Yeah, and so... Then you just went like pure domestic, just uh, water? I shifted Coors Light, yeah, that kind of thing? Yeah, I did the Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light test to see if there was one that maybe I could make myself like, and the answer's no. Got a thought on that, but if we don't pay some bills, I'm going to get down the rabbit hole a little bit oxford exxon highway six west in oxford today you can uh get some lunch specials you know about those 569 any size fountain drink with that or if you just got a uh, cup already 49 cent phillips with blue sky and remember they're giving away tickets to Ole miss baseball series finales all year next week that is the arkansas razorbacks that's thursday friday saturday for the rebels in arkansas hashtag rebel ready you also at the Oxford Exxon. Again, get on Twitter, be creative, be funny, put pictures, whatever you want, whatever you think might win. Possibility there to win some seats to Rebel Baseball at Swayze Field. Again, hashtag Rebel Ready with the blue sky. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662 257 1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours, right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, there's no haggle. You just. Get a quote, and you can do what you want with it. Uh, you can shop it around. You can ignore it, or you can do what I've done, and that's hop into a Clark Ford. Uh, you will love the product. You'll really love the service. It's above and beyond anything that you'll experience, in my opinion, at most any other car dealer. Uh, Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be your uh, truck guy. He'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Guest will join this week on the um, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. 
If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, if you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or you can contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. So break it down for me. What, what, what are the differences between Bud Light, Miller Light, and Coors Light? Very minimal. Miller Light. In my head, Miller Light has just a touch more hop. Like there's a little bit of bitterness in it that's good. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a pure Pilsner. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, Coors Light to me, has gotten watery. You mean like the ingredient has changed in your opinion? It feels the formula like, is yeah, different. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't enjoy it. And Bud Light, to me, has always just been a very just average, fairly tasteless beer. Unless you at Budweiser would like to advertise with us, at which point I can go all in on Bud Light. Here's the here's the funny thing about those beers. Okay. If it's summertime and you're out in the heat doing the yard, That's, that kind of thing at 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 the pool, it it it's pretty good. You're that's where I was going. You're in the for a for a bad whatever the alcoholic beverage is. I mean it has to be watery beer, whatever. The but the the mediocre version of whatever you're drinking. Mm-hmm. You're in potentially the worst environment to enjoy that. Yes. Even out of the three sports, yes. baseball, hanging out's better. A football game, there's more going on. It's You're kind of moving and, around. And most of the football games, it's hot. Yeah, temperature. I mean, sitting on pressure with a basketball game is so much different than, hey, I just got done mowing the grass and I'm about to take a shower. I 100%. Mean, that's, a, that's a different beer experience. 100%. So that's where you, people are like... I, I mean, you're basically in the lab when you're sitting on press row at a basketball game having a beer yes, at that time. Yes, it's air-conditioned. Because you're also not even mingling with people where you're just, no. hey, I'm going to have a social beer here. No, I'm totally... Because you go to a wedding and they've got bad wine or they've got Miller Lite. You go, okay, give That's me fine, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah, you're talking to people, it's whatever. Yeah. In this situation, it's just me and my computer. And let's be real, the last few years, the basketball hasn't been exactly awesome. Sure. And so... You're kind of bored. I'm not complaining, but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, when you go cover a Tuesday night game against Arkansas State, yeah, yeah. it's got a completely different level of, of intrigue than a Sunday series finale against LSU with a host bid on the line. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, okay? I mean, people can, oh, you cover basketball for a living. Okay, yeah, chill. Just hang on. Yeah, you're still just kind of hanging I mean, out. I mean, it, the, the it, guy covering the Hornets right now is not quite as locked in as the cat covering the the, the Clippers. Yeah. All right. Um. It, it just yeah, it just is different. Has a different taste to it. That's where I, I was like, hey, can you guys sort of expand your repertoire here? But <laughs> there wasn't much of a demand. Like I would literally go get it, and the girl that sold it, I would just have a chat with her, like. You sold much today, and she would just look at you like, "No." What you sell the most of? Seltzers. I think they sold a lot of the seltzers. high noons or white claws or whatever their yeah. their brand azure is. Yeah. I, I started to try a seltzer one day. 
I've had. You're, you're anti-seltzer. Well, I'm an anti-seltzer. I just don't like them much. They don't do anything for me. They're too sweet, or something else. I don't know. They just they just don't have any appeal. They're a good golf golf course alcoholic beverage. I can see that. Now, not too many because they're too sweet. Yeah. They'll get they'll get on you a little bit. Because like the girls, like there's a brand in Arkansas that they is called Scarlet Letter. Okay, and so they'll bring that back and stuff, and so it's sitting in the fridge. And sometimes I'm like, I'm going to try one of those, but I just don't. Is it any actually different, or is it just good marketing for the area? I don't know. Okay. Don't have any strong feelings on it. I just it's just not my doesn't seem to be my cup of tea. What flavors have you tried from the seltzers? Uh, Maybe li- given some of them. Yeah, yeah. Lime. Um, Black cherry is usually okay. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've, I've tasted most of them. I'm not a snob about it. I mean, I part of my problem is that there's not much that I don't like. Now you're pretty drink what you want. I mean, that, that's, that's that's. I mean, with beer especially. I mean, you can pretty much throw a beer at me, and I'm like, okay, I'll make it work. I like porters. I like wheats. I like amber. I like. I love IPAs. I love like, pale ale. It's like the cocktail thing. The guy who puts fairly expensive bourbon with Coke. He can drink whatever he wants. I'm not going to like not be friends with him. Right. My point is you're getting nothing out. You're wasting money is yeah. the is the problem. Like I'm it's not even it, it's that hold on the $20 Jim Beam's going to do what that's doing Absolutely. because the sugar is going to just melt it away. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. So why are you using the $80 Woodford Double Oak over here with the with the Sprite? It makes no sense. But if that's what you want to do, do I mean it. whatever. Oh, and I'm, it's all cool. I'm I'm always that guy. Drink what you like. I'm never going to be the wine snob with people like, oh, I drink seventy dollars wine, so you should drink. No, if you, if hey man, if if what's it called, uh, Woodford or Woodstone or Bridge, whatever it was, there's like it's like a t- yellowtail or whatever. I mean, if, hey, if that stuff, if that's your wine, okay, if you like it, good for you. I mean, in some ways, I'm jealous of you because you're saving coin. It tastes like jet fuel to me but if if you like it good for you I, I i'm not i'm not judging what do you got taka okay put that in something gonna, gonna, gonna need, gonna need yeah. some sprite or some ale or something here like, all right i'll hear stories from the girls about like you know somebody got sick or went too far or whatever i'm like well, what were y'all drinking vodka what kind which vodka <laughs> the cheapest vodka and you got sick well, color me shocked. I guess that makes me a really crappy dad. I'm always like, look, I'll just Venmo you 20 bucks. Get a better vodka so that you don't get so gross. <sighs> I've just never gotten into vodka. Uh, I, I, I don't know a ton about the different. It's a fairly interesting business story that Tito's is the number one selling vodka in the United States. Yes. Being such a brand that built like it is i'm not knowledgeable enough to talk about it but that is fascinating to me that they have become the number one vodka brand in the country no they did a phenomenal job of of branding and marketing and expanding sure at the right scale sure correctly i mean some smart business people yeah for sure all right so we got some sports uh we'll get there's nothing overly pressing today but i got a few things i stay on the press conference topic or the talking to coaches topic a little bit 
this was maybe the most fascinating part of this Lamar, this Lamar Jackson thing yesterday to me. So Lamar Jackson, 10.48 a.m. yesterday, puts out tweets saying that he said a lot, but he basically <laughs> said he wishes for a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. He is open to that. It, According to The Athletic, it said that they stun teams around the league. I don't know how anything yesterday was stunning in any way, frankly, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But anyway... He puts this out though, right before Jim Harbaugh was John Harbaugh was going to the podium. Just a coincidence to speak. I mean, right before, just like just, ten minutes. Just a coincidence, of course. The first twenty six questions were about Lamar Jackson. Twenty six. Okay. Number one, you could have gotten all that in much fewer than twenty six questions. Number two, I give Harbaugh credit because. And I'm being serious here. Mm-hmm. Most coaches from a media standpoint would have gotten really pissed off or broken down by that point. Just being able to get through it and go, okay, fine, whatever. I'm going to say all the right things over and over and over and over again. In some ways, it shows you an NFL coach. Yes. That is able to do that. Also shows you the NFL beat. Yeah. That which is, just, hey, look, I got to write about this. Yeah. So, hey, okay, you're, I, you're sitting here. And I got to talk about this. I, I probably have a podcast that's going to be all about this. Yeah. I'm going to get grilled by my bosses about this. Yeah. I got to know. So I'm going to keep asking until I feel like I know everything. Yeah. I'm going to get in the weeds with you. And right Harbaugh's here. done it long enough to know. I mean, he probably knows, like, it's the difference. Harbaugh probably knows most of the beat writers on that beat by first name. Oh, yeah, sure. Probably knows them not away from the building, but you know what I mean. He knew that was coming. As soon as that came out, he's like, son of a... All right, fire away. It's such a total... Look, if... We would get nowhere with it, but we're approaching the point... We're going to talk about it in a little bit. We're approaching the point on our beat where there are a lot of quarterback questions. Like, I mean, I don't know that I have the stones to ask this. Some of it is timing, though. It's, it is. It's like the fourth day of spring. But there's a part of me that at this point goes, Did would you have brought in Spencer Sanders Lane if you were 100% confident in, Brand, in, in Jackson Tart? Had it been the year before, would you have brought Spencer Sanders in with Matt Corral going into his final year of eligibility? Yes. If you were 100% confident in Jackson Dart as your quarterback, would you have brought Spencer Sanders in? Because it has most certainly created competition. Mm-hmm. It has also created drama. It was This was generated drama. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I didn't mean to hijack. No, you're there. good. Lamar Jackson. Well, what's interesting about Lamar Jackson is that Jackson's been free to negotiate with other teams. It was a Freudian slip, Doors. What'd you say? I, I started to say Brandon Dart. Oh, I okay. said Jackson Dart. Oh, okay. It was a slip. It was my brain, brain mouth, not completely yeah. connected. And then any offer sheet would cost whoever takes him two first-round picks if Baltimore let him go. A trade could cost very well more than that. I mean, Daniel Jones got like $40 million, so Lamar Jackson's got value to some extent. But he doesn't have the value he's asked for at this point, or we wouldn't be in this place. Yes. He would have already just gone where and gotten it and then put Baltimore at that spot where they either match it or they don't, and we have a decision at that, at, at he, that point. He wants Deshaun Watson's contract. And 
and nobody's willing to give it to him. And here's the truth. The only organization that was willing to give Deshaun Watson that contract was, was Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah. which if you're Deshaun Watson, that's all it takes is one, and you got your money. Yeah, sure. And that's what you're worth. But the rest of the league goes, okay, so you're trying to make – Lamar Jackson wants a guaranteed contract. He wants $240 million guaranteed. And the league looks around, and there's there's they're they're trying to put there's, there's a lot here. There's they want to accuse the owners of collusion, and they probably are colluding. Lamar Jackson has a has an agent, has a female agent, um, a female agent of color, I believe. And there's a lot of pressure on her to get the deal right for future agents of of color who are female. There's a lot here. There's a lot here that's more than just, hey, Lamar Jackson, football player. And then you've got this market where you've got four quarterbacks coming out who are going to be first-round picks. Joe Burrow's about to get a new deal. Justin Herbert's about to get a new deal. There's a lot of precedent being set. There's just a lot going on. It's more than just, hey, you know, Baltimore, pay him what he's worth. And then Baltimore says, he can't stay on the field. And then he says, well, you don't give me enough weapons. And it's just this on and on. And it felt like yesterday to me was the end of the relationship. Like, I don't know how you mend the fences from here. John Harbaugh indicated that he thought they could, that he didn't think it would be a big deal. I'm not sure that I buy that. First, we'll tell you about the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. And speaking of football, season will be here before you know it. You can get your season ticket renewals. They're due March 31st. Renew now by logging onto your account at OleMissTicks.com or calling the Ole Miss Ticket Office at 662-915-7159. And remember, excitement's building around Ole Miss basketball, the men's and women's. The Ticket Office currently accepting new season ticket orders for both sports. You can submit your order today by calling that number, 662-915-7159, OleMissTicks.com. And remember, current season ticket holders can renew starting July first for that. Also, Morgan Wallen, MorganWallen.com for tickets to the two-night concerts at Vault Hemingway Stadium coming up. It's LSU Baseball Weekend, April tw- April 22nd, April 23rd here in Oxford. Again, morganwallen.com. Oh, the LSU Baseball Series is here? Yeah. Why did I think it was there? Don't know. I'm glad you said that. Because they was- won down there. They swept them in Baton Rouge last season. Oh, that's right. I need to fix that in 10 thoughts before I publish, or else I'm just walking right into a hornet's nest. <laughs> the overall point of what I was writing. At was- A&M, Arkansas, at State, LSU. Oh, okay. I should have known that. I'm glad I was listening to you talk. Walk on Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. You can also order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. If you're looking for a place to watch the Final Four, watch college baseball this weekend, whatever the case may be, Major League Baseball, it gets started. Um Walk-ons in Oxford or Ridgeland to make sure you tell them that you appreciate them sponsoring our little show. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, 
Memphis or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. So shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. We're also brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. under the highest standards. It's based out of Iuka. If you take diabetes meds, high blood pressure meds, or cholesterol medications, you know that they typically cause some side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss uh, due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support, puts those vitamins back into your body, um, eliminates the side effects, keeps you more compliant in taking your medications, and that leads to you staying healthier over the long term. It's available in local independent Pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi, and on their site, solutionsrx.com. You can also type in the promo code OEP at checkout. That's OEP and get 10% off your first order. Podcast is brought to you by GM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Free prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with GM. Also, you can transfer your medications easily. You make one phone call. They take care of the rest. They're with Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or GNM. So, again, give them a call, and we'll see how their community pharmacies can help you out. 662-236-2222. But they could be stuck with one another. Oh, they certainly could. That's the problem. And look, if I don't know what his financial situation is. I don't know what his... What he what what he thinks of the whole deal, but Lamar Jackson could play hardball and sit out a year. He if could come back more, in twenty twenty four. If you can just find a suitor, you get two first round picks. Mm-hmm. But the way first and you open up thirty two million in cap. Oh, if you can find a suitor, but here's the thing: I mean, if you're if you're a potential suitor, are you really willing to give up two first round picks right now? I mean, how many teams? That is valuable currency. How many teams out there look at Lamar Jackson and go, "Yep, that"? Because if, you, if you're doing that, you go, "He is winning a Super Bowl in my franchise. He's not potentially. He is. Yeah, you, he's the piece. You only do it if you say by adding Lamar Jackson today, we become a Super Bowl contender today. Today." That's it. Not 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 in two uh, years. Not hey, you know what? If if everything falls right, you know, if the we, Bengals if the Bengals take nah, a step nah, nah, back, nah, nah, nah. and if Mahomes gets hurt, you know, if, if 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 Herbert decides that he'd rather go surfing, we'd be right there. No, no, no. If we make this deal today, we become a title contender today. We are an AFC NFC championship team today. So what do you do if you're Chris Ballard? Is that are you good enough? Lions, Colts, Colts. No, I don't think so either. They are the, they've been the most vocal team to this point about trading for him. Now the only way, if I'm the Colts, that I do it, other than that, is if for some reason I'm having a hard time at the at the box office, at the ticket store. Yeah, sure. And I don't know what they I don't know what their situation is. I mean, he makes them certainly more compelling. 
But does does Lamar Jackson push the Colts over the top? The one team that's interesting is Detroit. Kind of everything's there. Is he he's an upgrade over Jared Goff? Is he enough of an upgrade over Jared Goff to make it worth your while? The Redskins, the comp commanders get mentioned. But golf was pretty good last year. Uh, golf was really in the second half. Golf was as good as any quarterback in the league analytically. I think he's still in Baltimore next year. It's hard. It's hard to find a fit. Yeah, I, like I Vegas would have made sense before they got Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure, but now Vegas makes no sense. No. But I mean, you know, look, if I'm Vegas, I don't want to trade away my first round pick. I might take see, a young that's the quarterback. Thing, and it was said in the stream. How many teams that are that close to winning the Super Bowl also have 32 million in cap and two first round picks they're willing to give up? Like, I mean, like the Saints could never have made that deal. They don't have the picks. No, they don't have the capital to get that done. No, you're going unicorn shopping right now. Yeah. And some of those teams, like again, let's go. Let's take the Raiders for example. They have Garoppolo. They might use a first round pick on a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they tell Jimmy, hey, look, you've been down this road before, right? I mean, we, who knows? You get hurt. You're our guy. We're going to pay you. But we got to think about the future. And you don't have enough capital here to tell us that that's bullshit. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to roll the dice on Will Levis or Anthony Richardson yeah, or whatever. My favorite part of yesterday is that in speaking to the media, Robert Kraft said that uh, Meek Mill is who informed him that Lamar Jackson – had an interest in being a patriot. <laughs> had the rapper source uh, on that one. All right, let's take let's take New England. Yeah, would he be in? He's an upgrade over Mac Jones. Mac Jones for sure. Yeah, sure. Is he enough of an upgrade to make the Patriots a Super Bowl contender? I saw them in Vegas. They're a long way from a Super Bowl team right now. Yeah, because I feel like we're getting still fooled by the uniform a little bit. No question. We just believe in the uniform and the coach and that kind of thing. All right, what about Doors mentions Atlanta? He would be a massive, massive, massive hit at the turnstile. I mean, just massive. They would sell so many Lamar Jackson jerseys. They would. He makes them entertaining. And you're in a bad division. You're in a bad division. Now, you're on a team that's got uh, a, a myriad of holes. Fix it in a vacuum, no, because he doesn't make the rest of them good enough. They might be the one team now that I'm, I'm just kind of brainstorming He turns this. them into a division winner. Well, he makes them a contender. With no chance to win the Super Bowl. Come on. Yeah, no, I I, I tend to agree. The, the only thing about the, yeah, yeah, that's basically true. Because it's a worse team than Baltimore. The conference is so bad that it's possible. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, Get in the tournament. And whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, because you look at the NFC next year, you're like, okay, who's a contender? It's, I don't know. I mean, Eagles, obviously. The Giants are a good team. Whoever wins the South is going to get a playoff game. The West is kind of whatever. The North is probably Detroit. I mean, yeah. If, I've, if I'm Atlanta and I have, and I don't know what Atlanta's cap situation is or their pick situation, but I'd, I'd think about it. Who's Atlanta's quarterback today? Is it still Marcus Mariota? Well, if it is, then this is making more and more sense by the minute. I could be wrong. I kind of checked out at the end of last season, but I mean, I just didn't watch much NFC South. It wasn't worth watching. Oh, well, I guess technically Desmond Ritter. I forgot about that. 
Yeah. Been a lot of draft buzz potentially in the Falcons trying to figure out Anthony Richardson. I can see that. Richardson's pro day is coming up. I don't know. Falcons paid Mariota $18.5 million. But that's kind of a penance as it pertains to quarterbacks. It is. I mean, Burrow's going to get 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbert's going to get 50. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a little Google search in here, and there's lots of Falcons media talking about why you would do Lamar Jackson and why that makes sense this morning. So It makes a lot of sense. The question is, does it make you a contender? And if you give him the money that he wants – does it lock up your franchise and prevent you from becoming a contender? Yeah. Because it is a ton of cap. Yeah. Uh, baseball news yesterday coming out. Ole Miss uh, switching up its rotation for the uh, for the weekend. They're at Texas A&M, a team that's 1-5 in the SEC after getting uh, swept by Tennessee last weekend and then losing two out of three to LSU mm-hmm. to open conference play. Ole Miss still going with Doherty on Friday. They're moving Xavier Rivas from Sunday to Saturday or game three to game two. He's actually been pretty good. He's given him a chance to win three weeks in a row. He's gone at least five innings three weeks in a row. He's He's been all right. Um, and then they are giving JT Quinn, the freshman out of Tampa, Florida, his first start. He will do that on Sunday against the Aggies, replacing Grayson Saunier, who Mike said would be available out of the bullpen tonight in Pearl against the, uh, the Golden Eagles. Freshman Sam DeCoyan will start for Ole Miss tonight, but it's it's a bullpen game. They'll get a few innings. They'll make sure they don't waste him for the weekend and find a way to get through nine innings tonight against Southern Miss. Is kind of where that's at for uh, for the Rebels at this point. So Mike would trade an L tonight for two wins in College Station without even a thought in his. I mean, he'd just give, he'd give up two first round picks for that. I mean, he would skip over to Scott Berry and go, "It's your night, bud." Yeah, Wee. lay it on us. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, all good. Um, it, it's, it's the move that makes sense. Quinn has been pretty good, been pretty composed, even when he's gotten hit around. And he's got starter stuff. Everybody talks about Quinn. When he really maxes out, he can go 97, 98 on the gun, but it's actually a little flat. It's his worst of the three pitches, in my opinion, is his fastball. His his off speed's pretty good. He can he can spot breaking ball change up when he's, when, when he's on. I mean, it's going to be a step up. He's made four midweek starts to this point. But he's gone seven straight innings without walking a batter. He's gotten a little better. There's been some development with Quinn that I've that I've really liked to this point. And they just need strikes thrown right now. I mean, I, I it's in the story at rebelgrove.com this morning when I was pulling all the SEC stats. It, it's fairly incredible for what has become over 23 seasons a hallmark of Mike's tenure, which is a pitching staff, especially from a front-line starting standpoint, that's very competitive. But right now, through six weeks of the season – Ole Miss is 11th in the SEC in ERA, opposing batting average, strikeouts, doubles, and walks. They've given up the fifth most hit by pitches, thrown the third most wild pitches, and allowed the most home runs in the league. Mm. They're not in the top half of the SEC in any primary pitching stat at this point. Not good. <clears throat> I mean, their team ERA is five six eight. It's hard to overcome that. It, it's impossible. I mean, that's what we are talking about yesterday is that, yes, there are teams in this league that are very offensive, but teams are really pitching right now, and you just cannot rely on your offense having to score nine, ten, eight runs a game to win games. It's the, just not doable. The only thing I'll say about the about Ole Miss, but I know there's a panic out there, and I get it. And if this weekend goes bad, the panic is legit. Yeah, because it's a math panic. But elite teams in the league, LSU, I think Florida, and I think Vanderbilt. Yeah. And that's it. 
Now, after that, there are some good teams. There are considerable flaws on everybody else. Yes. I mean, frankly, after those three, who's good? Um, Arkansas's good. Arkansas's good. Tennessee's good. But Arkansas has some pitching issues. They do. Well, they're hurt. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee's good. And Tennessee's good. Tennessee And Tennessee could move into the elite. They, they, it's, 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 it's right there. We're we're going a little crazy on one. I'm bad, not giving up on Tennessee yet. One bad weekend. Unfortunately, I would love to, but we're not we're not there. But after Tennessee and Arkansas, there's this fall off. And I, I mean, no, there's a lot of teams that are good. My point is that Ole Miss could start putting some W's together. I mean, the schedule is such that you could. I mean, Auburn's not a good team. Alabama's not a good team. They're they're average. Uh, yeah, because we're talking SEC relative good, yes. not national right, good. Right. 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 Everybody's nationally good. Well, yeah, like Arkansas's nationally good. You know, they, nobody would want their Arkansas to show up as the two in their regional. I mean, nobody would look at that and go, oh, yeah, let's sign me up. Yeah, sure. But but in the league, you know, I mean, Arkansas's not as good as, as those three teams I just mentioned. No. Um, and then there's there's just there's kind of a lot of – It's like Kentucky's 5-1 in the league, but Kentucky's not an elite team. I don't no. care what the record no. is. Scrappy as hell. They've played well. They've played really well. Yeah. Maybe they surprise me, but no, talent but, wise, no, 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 they, eh, no, no. They, they're maximizing what they what they have, and they're playing. With South the, Carolina six and zero. Oh. They've played, but well. but I've watched them. They they now had had South Carolina played LSU and Tennessee. They would not. They be would six not and be oh. six and zero. Oh. No, they but took advantage good. of Georgia and Missouri. They're, they're good, and they again play very hard, and they play with some confidence. Like they came back against, I want to say, Missouri. Missouri it was a. Was that last Thursday night? Yeah, it was Thursday or Friday, one yeah. or the other. And that was an impressive comeback, but now they were beat. That was had everything as much to do with Missouri sort of choking as it did. It's why this weekend is so interesting to me because A&M is playing like crap. They're not very good at all, but they do have talent. And you just kind of go, hmm, get them now. Like, I, oh, I do sure. think A&M is going to win some baseball games. Sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Schlossnagel's not coached very well so far this season. And I mean, you would it, know more about it than me, but I think he didn't 
take into account that they were actually going to enforce this. He didn't. No, they're, they're unprepared. It, it, it's to a strange level, actually. Because, I mean, there's some other old-school coaches like Van Horn and Johnson come to mind who probably aren't crazy about the new rules, but their teams seem prepared for it. I mean... I mean, Ole Miss is imminently Ole Miss prepared was prepared for it. For it. They just, well, Ole Miss has played... Look, they've played two really good teams. They've played two teams that combined in the league right now are, what, 11-1? and one? Yeah, that's correct. I... I we do this all the time. Everybody's so eager to write off Vandy as like the little engine that could. They're still immensely talented. Like the kid that's going to be the starting shortstop for the Yankees at age 20, he was a Vanderbilt signee. Okay? They, they, they recruited a super high level. This whole Vanderbilt signee. They're not, they're, not, they're not in the coffin yet, buried. I, like I'm, <laughs> I'm unwilling. I mean, no. <laughs> well, they haven't, Neil, they haven't hit. I don't, I don't. Well, I mean, I pointed that out when they came into town. I was looking at the stats, and I went, oh, Enrique Bradfield's hitting like 187. That ain't lasting. Okay. He's yeah. going to be all right. You think Enrique <laughs> Bradfield's getting drafted in the first round? Because I do. Yeah. And they pitched the shit out of it. Yeah, they, they don't have to score a bunch. It. They don't have to score a bunch. They're, they're super talented. He's done a great job. When you, if you go to one of their practices, it looks like a major league draft practice. I do. I need, I need an A&M helmet behind me. We got to talk to somebody. Got to call Ross. We got to get an A&M <laughs> helmet. I mean, got to make that happen. The problem is if I ask for it, he's going to think I'm being a jerk and he won't give it to me. So it, it's. Well, you would be being a jerk. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to him. <laughs> um, I'm the one that hypes up their football team year after year after you year. Do. And everybody's like, you're stupid. I'm like, I know. I can't stop. But not, yeah. No, look, I, whatever. I I don't know. We'll see. It's a big weekend. I, they got to win two games. I've been all in on Florida since the start of the season, and I'm only more in. Oh yeah, they're really good. They're really good. The fact that I can sit here and tell you, you know LSU significantly better tells you how good LSU is. Because in a normal year, Florida would be my team. I'm picking to win the league. Yeah, I've watched pretty much all of LSU's games. I mean, Florida's kind of in that mold. You know, they hosted at 15 and 15 last year. They've been kind of down for them relative in the last few years, but the talent didn't go away. They still are a very, very good program. Immensely talented. It shows you how hard it is to avoid that shit year. Of course. And I don't, that's not a, hey, Ole Miss is going to suck and I'm pr- protecting Mike. I'm just saying it is. It, it's, it's. Well, Mike doesn't need protecting. He'd go one in 29 in the league. He's not getting fired. You watch LSU, what you see is like Cruz just sticks out. Trey Morgan's as good as as is really good player. Uh, the the young catcher is really good. Morgan has got better offensively to go with that defensive ability at first with the bat. Yeah, he played some left field, made a big catch in I want to say one of their games Saturday. It was the underrated part of Jack Cagley Nunn's game over the weekend. The two way player for Florida was that he saved them defensively a couple times at first base. That he obviously hit. He hit a thousand home runs and did whatever, and he was the Sunday starter. But he also played really well defensively at first base and and made things happen. I mean, it's it's every bit of Stephen Head, Brendan McKay. When you hit triple digits throwing it, and then you hit triple digits on exit velocity, you're probably good. There's not a lot of those dudes. I'm going to guess that he was the best player on his travel team. <laughs> going to assume. 
he was the first pick when they were doing the little league thing and went, hey, hey Jim, who you want on your team? I think that's safe. They fought over his parent actually to make sure I had him on my team already. They're, he was getting calls going, "Hey, you want to coach? Yeah, you want to be an assistant?" His dad got lots. Of, you All you got to do is handle the dugout. Like, yeah. don't I, we and, got this? And really, we don't even need you to do that. We just need you to. This is more of an on paper kind of situation yeah. here. So yeah, it's a hell of it, it. It's a hell of a league, but at the same time, there are some W's to get if you can just write the ship. Tell you about John Still Creamery, johnstillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. Go to their Instagram page, tons of videos, photos of all their great items. You can also shop right there online. So many different offerings from Johnson Hill Creamery, their charcuterie trays, their in-house cheeses they make every single day, and much more. So let them help you out with your uh, catering, they even do showers, weddings, different times, things like that. So John Snow Creamery again, 662-419-9201, johnsnowcreamery.com. Our friends at Dead Soxy have a free gift for you. The gift is exclusive, so head over to deadsoxy.com slash rebels, and uh, you'll be the first to hear about exclusive collaborations, uh, new products, and even receive freebies on the regular by joining the NIL subscription. That means that you'll not only have the freshest socks in town, but you'll also be contributing directly to Ole Miss Athletics, helping support your favorite players as your first gift for signing up, you'll uh, receive a free pair of limited edition Juice Kiffin socks, only available to members. To get your gift, all you have to do is add a pair of socks from Dead Soxy's Ole Miss NIL subscription to your cart, and your free pair of Juice Kiffin socks will automatically appear in your cart. No membership fees to become a member. All you have to do is start your subscription by adding one pair of NIL socks to your cart, choosing how often you want new pairs from the Ole Miss collection delivered. So head over to deadsoxy.com slash rebels. Sign up for the NIL subscription today to show your support. My 10 weekend thoughts will be up a little bit later uh, today. It's brought to you by Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patches used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. To learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, Lamons 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, serving the Oxford area for the past three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com. Or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the 1 gig that powers the Clark Forge Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, or wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra help. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County, as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc counties for those who previously did not have internet, 662-238-3159. All right. 
So we continue to talk quarterbacks. We continue to talk drama around quarterbacks, or at least perceived drama around quarterbacks, or storylines around quarterbacks. But this is actual news. Yesterday, um, let me pull the actual story up. Yeah, what was the context of it? It was the news desk for on three. You know, they take any quote off the radio and turn it into a story and whatever. So that's how this <laughs> happened. Okay. Um. So they were just doing their radio show, Kubelik and McElroy? That is my assumption. I'm looking to make sure. Trying to see if they actually pointed that out, which we would think would be important to the article. But, hey, what do I know? Um, okay. Blah, 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 blah. It says, in Greg McElroy's opinion, though, he thinks Kiffin should lean towards seniority and pick Sanders as the Rebels QB1, while Dart has one year of the, as the starter in the program under his belt. He, that doesn't necessarily make him the best option, considering the resume Sanders is bringing with him from Stillwater. Jackson Dart, quote, Jackson Dart is the incumbent, but I would not say he is the favorite, McElroy said on always college football. So he had a different thing. Okay, I would think the favorite right now, based on potential, based on upside, based on the amount of reps he's actually gotten at the college level, I would think that Spencer Sanders, a transfer from Oklahoma State, would be the favorite. Sanders is a four-year starter, first-team All-Big 12. He's thrown for a million yards. He's probably still going to be the guy that I would expect to be under center for the Rebels next season. That's the whole quote. That's it. That's what Michael Roy said. A million yards is a lot of yards. It's a lot of yards. I mean, that is really he would He would be an All-American if he did that. For sure. So... He does that. They own three puts the tweet out with that news story. The national own three site says, uh, Greg McElroy is to have Spencer Sanders as the favorite in the Ole Miss quarterback battle quote. He's thrown for a million yards. He's probably still going to be the guy that I would expect to be under the center next year. Uh, six hours after that tweet was posted, Brandon Dart, father of Jackson Dart, the Ole Miss incumbent quarterback quote, might be the dumbest comment of the day. You guys love to push your agenda, don't you? I have some good contacts from within. This won't happen, and it's not the sentiment around the program either. That tweet has subsequently disappeared. Is that correct? No, it's on replies because gotcha. he didn't actually tweet it. You've got to gotcha. click over. It's gotcha. still it's still. Oh, there we go. Yep. <sighs> What's your reaction? Talked to Brandon before. He's a very nice person. Yeah, absolutely. He, he, he loves his son. Competitive as hell. Very much. And so is his son. Yes. Chip. The In their lives and always. Everything. He reminds me a lot, frankly, of Cameron Haynes, for anybody who kind of is in that call. Like it, he, he's very, very competitive. And I get it. Look, I mean, I'm a pretty calm person until you put me watching Carson play Oxford soccer, and I'm I'm – I'm living on. I'm living and dying on every kick. Just total. I, I get it. I get this. I do. I would advise him to get off social media. Um, Partly because, and I understand it. He gets frustrated and tries to stay off, and then he can't quite quit. But it comes off like every tweet is negative. You know what I mean? Like those have hunting positives and stuff, but. It, there's an edge to everything that gets tweeted because I think it takes a certain level of something to get him to tweet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it comes across. It comes across as angry. It does. Uh, and again, it's part of the problem with words, right? Text and stuff is that you, you, you don't hear the, like he might be saying, Hey, that's the dumbest comment of the day. You guys love to push your agenda. Don't you? I mean, I have some good contacts with him. It's not going to happen. 
But it doesn't. That's read, very calm. But it doesn't read like that. It reads like this might be the dumbest comment of the day. You guys just love to push your agenda, don't you? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it reads like. All the capital letters and again, I, I it's it's where I and I think no, it's, it is not Sean Patterson two point no 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 stop nope not even close yeah no you have no idea no. Uh, but it, it is where you 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 want to ask Lane when you brought in Spencer Sanders. You, you you probably had to know that was going to be some drama. Like Walker Howard bringing Walker Howard in makes I mean all the sense in the world. One fine. million percent fine. Bringing in even another young quarterback would have made sense. Because right, you know, look. The, but the question is, like you said. You didn't do this Matt Corral's year. You're, 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 and, and Lane's answer is going to be, my job is to make each room better. And we feel like we made the room better. And, and I get that, one million percent. Well, that's his answer. That's his answer. And, and on paper, it's, it's correct. To where you want to go, okay, but quarterback's different, right? It's a little different. If you fully believed in Jackson Dart, if you believed that Jackson Dart could get you to where you want to get as a program in 2023, would you have brought in a quarterback with 42 starts at a Power 5 level with one year of eligibility left and a very recognizable name? Oh, one of the top 10 quarterback names in college football. Been around forever. We all know him. We've watched him. He's he won a lot of games. He was on Heisman list last year. I mean, no, he's a dude. Silly, silly, but yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's completely different in the other position. Because even knowing everything we know about Quinchon Judkins, if it was a year ago and they could bring in Zach Evans, everybody go, oh, wow, quarter running back depth. Awesome. Great job. Keep the tread off the tires. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, hey, yeah. look, look, okay, you brought it up, and I wasn't even thinking about it. So I'm going to give you credit. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but there's a reason they didn't bring in another running back. There's a reason. But it would be smart. It would be smart on one hand, but would it rub Quinshawn the I wrong know. way? And they've had to be real careful there. Well, they've had to really dance that dance. What if it rubbed Quinshawn the wrong way? What if it rubbed his family the wrong way? And he says, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen. Serve it up, Ohio State. Let's hear you. Yeah. There's a reason that wasn't done. Even though from a football standpoint, Quinshawn Judkins is made of flesh and bone like the rest of us. At least it appears to be. And it's running back. And he's a running back. Running backs get hurt. They have two scholarship running backs on the field this spring. Right now. And one's injury prone. I get they get the freshman coming in who's pretty good. But Yeah, Riscano comes yeah. in. But it still would have made sense from a football, hey, make the room better to bring in another running back. Yeah, all three quarterbacks are on NIL deals. All three of them. Yeah. And look, NIL remains an issue to some degree. I mean, they don't have unlimited resources, and they have needs. I mean, I've I've been out to one practice. I'm going to another one here in an hour or so, and I'm going to guess that I'm going to watch it again and go, they probably need to bolster their defensive front. So here's the thing, though, with the comment yesterday. There are two most likely scenarios, and they are polar opposites. Greg McElroy really knows something or Greg McElroy knows nothing. Those are your two options because he either knows something and did what Chris Lowe did and goes, 
hey, look, we're hearing Spencer Sanders, so I'm going down that road. I'm going to get out in front of this. Or he hadn't talked to a soul. He's just looking at it and go, hold on a minute. Why the hell would you bring Spencer Sanders in with all whatever and not play him? So that's the guy. And I don't know. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, that. Th- that's it. Those are one of the two things. Is he looked at it and went, okay, I'm filling in on radio. They asked me about quarterbacks. Oh, Spencer Sanders. Okay. That, I mean, duh. He's got a better overall track record than Jackson Dart over a longer period of time. Although, frankly, their numbers last year were very similar. And that's the dude. Well, again, I mean, just hit the button in my head that goes, repeat the answer. I know. Logically, if you look at it logically, you don't bring Spencer Sanders in to not be your quarterback. But we're not talking about, again, I'm not criticizing Lane Kiffin. This is not a criticism. I'm not, I've criticized him before. I thought that the second half of the Arkansas game was as poorly managed a football game as I've ever seen in my life. There's criticism. It, I don't think he thinks conventionally. I don't think he thinks logically. I, I, I don't mean that he's illogical. But he brought in a quarterback who has a shoulder injury and can't compete every day for a job he has to compete to win in theory. Does he? I said in theory. Yeah. But he knew that shoulder was hurt when he brought that's, him in. That's my point. But they don't play till September. Yeah. And I expect he will throw today. He didn't throw, he didn't throw Saturday. Yeah, they don't play a game of significance until September. And, and everybody keeps asking this, and again, I will get an answer. I will work on it today. I've I've failed at this. I don't think Spencer Sanders can graduate from Ole Miss and transfer. I don't think you can just take 10 hours at a school and get a degree from that school. It doesn't work like that. Otherwise, everybody would go to Stanford for their last semester. Like it, it, And it, I, I took his answers the other day differently than other people did. A lot of people like he was angry. He was depressed. He thought he was just checked out. And whatever. I thought he was like, "Hey, I'm I'm going to answer these questions because I'm playing the role of good soldier. I'm going to be the quarterback." That's why I asked what I asked. Are you surprised that you're standing up here? Does it feel weird to be standing up there? You've started 42 games and you're having to answer questions about competitions. Whether and, I'm going to play. Yeah, but whether or not you're even going to play. And his answer was kind of like, "Yeah, a little bit. It's weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird." Okay, fine, whatever. But I took from his answer, that's not what's going to happen. Do we get Jackson today, you think? <sighs> Probably not now. Well, because I mean, do you ask Jackson, hey, what do you think about your dad's tweets? Oh. I mean, I don't want to ask that question. But it's a question that needs to be asked. I don't want to ask that. I like Jackson. I, I mean, I, I don't want to ask that I question. Too. I don't want to be that, that guy. I guess my point is, and there was no clarification, and I'm not doing this gotcha moment, but I'm just kind of curious. I mean, I'm aware of how academics work to some degree. If he had class Thursday after the the practice, wouldn't he have class on Tuesday after practice? Unless he was making up a test or something. I mean, that's by a, theory, Tuesday and Thursday are your class days. If that is an issue, that, that's my, that would rule him out for all press conferences the entire spring. I, again, just yeah. Although I, there's never mind, there's not a class. Whatever, I don't think there are classes at noon on Thursday. I don't know. I don't think so. It's been a minute since you. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you my kids' class schedules. You don't know? No. So I, I I don't I can't speak to that. You you you're you're more equipped to speak to that. I, than I think I am. that's true. So the whole thing about drama, 
See, Greg McElroy's not trying to stir up no. drama. Greg McElroy's answering a question. There was no answer he could give unless he didn't name a quarterback that was not going to create that same story. Because, frankly, on three writes that same story if he goes, oh, yeah, Jackson Dart's definitely the quarterback in the fall. And if you look at in credit to on three, I'm, I'm not nuts about their business model, but but you wanted clicks, and by God, you got them. Here we are. We're competitors, end quote. And we're talking about it. I don't feel like we're competing against the on three national site very much, but no, sure. Sure. I mean, our sites on this beat are so different that, frankly, we're not competing. We'll see. Another day. I don't know if they're giving us today. I don't know if it's offense, defense again. I don't know if it's going to be split. Oh, it's Lane. Well, does then, Lane get asked about this? I mean, and if so, what's what is the Lane? Chris Lowe has talked about Spencer Sanders. Greg McElroy has talked about Spencer Sanders. These are. I pe- mean, the answer from Lane is going to be: guys, they're competing. It's spring. We're yeah, trying to we're trying to find the best quarterback. We're trying to really build a room. Yeah, those guys are writing stories that have no relevance whatsoever on September. Okay. The question I have, and I still think it's too early. Is there a way they both can be okay? Are they all going to be here in September, in your opinion? Yeah. I know you want them all here, but is that realistic? Mm-hmm. You also, again, it's been a couple days. Walker Howard puts a really, really good camp together all the way through, and you kind of go, got a hand raised here a little bit going uh, I mean, I've got a mailbag question about it already I told you I've almost avoided it in my head because I just didn't think he was the quarterback so he's looked good well he is good and the room at LSU is a little different than the room at Ole Miss like Jaden Daniels did some things last year when he was healthy he did the Nussmeyer kids really talented like if Garrett Nussmeyer had gotten in the transfer portal he'd had he'd had a hundred offers within five minutes that's how good he is. Kind of like Walker Howard got in and had 20 offers within six seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he could have gone to a lot of places. I don't know. Does baseball ask Randy Rosenberg what the hell he was doing yesterday? The umpire? <laughs> so JT... Re- it's spring training. What the hell are we doing? He'd had a bad day. Are we that hyped up? I, I don't. I mean, why are umpires so edgy? I don't know. Why are umpires so freaking edgy? I don't. I mean, because I have a you're hard, calling a game, and we all think you're an idiot. I have a hard time believing that JT Realmuto in a spring training game. He thought he threw him the ball because he reached back for the ball. He didn't, and get, didn't it, get it, and he moves his. I guess it would have been his left hand. He moved his. Yeah, and he think so. He thought. With his back turned. He's just going to throw the ball to Kimbrell. Yeah, that the umpire. Because sometimes the umpires throw the ball to the pitchers. And he said, okay, well, cool. He threw it. And he looks at him like, I'm, I'm, you threw me out? Yeah, because he hears the, because the dude call, goes around, does the ejection. And he hears it. And he turns around like, what, what the what, hell are you talking yeah. about? I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, spring training. I all mean, right. <laughs> it, it's a hot day. I'll have a Coors Light. I mean, I don't need these reps. The Phillies are going to play me. It's all right. I've got a contract. I'm good. (laughs) I'm making the team. I'm on the flight to Philly or wherever we're going. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Everybody's edgy. Everybody is just.
the umpires do realize that the way they are acting is going to quicken robo umps, right? Prime shrimp, primeshrimp.com, seven different flavors available for you. Their lemon cracked pepper, their New Orleans style barbecue, their two most recent offerings there. Use code RG, buy five packs or more, and you get 25% off with Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Remember, they mail them straight to your house, throw them in the freezer, fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. Let them take care of dinner tonight. Got busy week with kids and sports activities. A lot more of that starting as uh, the spring and summer near. So Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Again, code RG to take advantage of that special offer just through the website and the podcast. Brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in multiple states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. If you're thinking about a summer vacation, I get in touch with my buddy John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. See if he can help you with some options. You don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Don't forget, if you're coming up to town, um, I guess, uh, in the next couple of weeks for uh, baseball or whatever the case may be, double-decker, whatever the case, stop by OPA. It's Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place to uh, enjoy an evening of fabulous food, craft libations, OPA on the Square in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag to you on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, seeking an entry-level position, or you're a seasoned professional, they can help you. They have opportunities across the board. It's always free for the candidates to get in touch with Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or on their website, servicespecialistltd.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves. One smile at a time, Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So uh, call Corinth Dental. Today, for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth and let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. And uh, don't forget to check out our friends at Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions, including house horseback riding offerings from um, beginners to advanced. Uh, you can compete in nationally recognized competitions as well. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. I don't know. They, I mean, they should. Because, look, it's baseball is not in the worst spot right now. No nationally just kind of in general well i mean i was the actual baseball is really good right now i was reading a story yesterday about the cubs 
It was about Jed Hoyer, and Jed Hoyer, who's very good friends with Theo Epstein, the former Cubs general manager who's now basically the commissioner-to-be. And Hoyer was saying, hey, we're getting pretty good numbers on spring games. Got great numbers on the World Baseball Classic. Great yeah, numbers. They were. Can't, can't deny them. And they're getting these games down where Hoyer says, you know, I think games should be two and a half hours, and we're kind of getting there. People seem to like the product. So if you're umpires, might want to chill a minute. No one's coming to the game to see you. People are there to see Shohei and Trout and Acuna and Freeman. and They're there to see the players. Typically, we don't want to know the umpire's name or know you exist, but the ones that people kind of know and don't hate are ones that can laugh a little mm-hmm. and make some jokes and kind of play around a little and be calm. Yeah. And then you got this dipshit. That yeah, I know. It, it, it's spring training. Who cares? I, I just don't know what had him so worked up. I have a hard time believing that either dugout was. Do you think they're so? You, not defending the guy, he's an idiot. But do you think they're so worked up where they're hating this pitch clock violation thing, and he didn't want to do it? And he's like, oh my god, in hell, this is what. Well, I I, 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 I do think that's got him on edge. There was an a, extra layer that is. There was a call because frankly, it's kind of stupid because you can tell they're half a second sometimes from going, and right. you're like. Yeah. Well, there was a guy struck out on a he he stepped out for just a minute. Yeah. And he stepped back in and he was doing his thing because he's been doing it for yeah ever, it was just habit ever. And the clock was like at six seconds and he stopped and went. And that was out. He's out. And the pitchers on the mound are going. <laughs> like you can tell the pitchers like, but I'm what but, but what happened? I mean, okay. But how's this work? And I keep, when this happens in a regular season game, because so far when it happens, everybody quickly goes, yeah, this doesn't count. There is no Grapefruit League championship. I can't wait for 2-2 in the eighth inning of the NLCS. Oh, dude. I can't wait for next week in New York when it happens to the Yankees and Aaron Boone just loses it. Because he will. Just loses it. He will give John Boy content for a week whenever and, that happens. And that's and probably where, in fairness to the umpire, the umpire's going to be like, Aaron, you, you, we've been doing this for six weeks. I hate it too. But I've got to do it because if I don't do it, I might get fired. And unlike you, I don't make $100 million. Yeah. But that's coming soon. He is the coach, though, that's going to lose it. He's on the short list. He is. He's on the short list of guys that are just going to snap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he got ejected nine times last year. Was it nine? Yeah. And the over under is nine and a half and the smart money is on over. Oh, it's over because there's more stuff. There's more stuff. I mean, if you told me Boone gets ejected 15 times, I buy it. That's once every 10 games. People think about that. Oh, it's true. That's a lot of ejections. It's a lot of ejections, but he's pretty high strung. I mean, he's he's walking the tightrope pretty much all day. They give him a lot of leeway. Well, he's emotional. Yeah, they're kind of like, all right. Yeah, you know, you know when you call a Yankees game that Aaron Boone's hear it. yelling at you from the first inning on. Yeah, he's never managed a game where he hasn't yelled at an umpire during the course of. the And game. I think for the most part, it's hey, look, as long as you're not getting nasty and overly personal, okay. yeah, because there's a whole lot of do better. You're better than that. You yeah. missed that. You're better than that. You're effing better than that. And then it escalates. 
Yeah. And then before you know it. You get a, you, you get a long way from getting to the, the story that Ron Polk always told when he got thrown out when he was a state one year. And he was still, he kept going and kept going and kept going. And the umpire goes, look, I'm tired of it. Go somewhere where I can't see you. And he went and stood on the plate. <laughs> now. <laughs> see ya. Yeah, that's it. You're, You're gone. <laughs> You're gone. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. By by the fourth <laughs> inning, Boone's talking about your mother, and and yeah, it's 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 a little personal at that yeah, point. Yeah. Um, women's final four set last night. South Carolina won. I know we're all blown away by that. They disposed of uh, number two seed Maryland by double digits, and and that one they get Iowa and Clayton Caitlin Clark up next. Iowa again knocked off Louisville in the Elite Eight. So South Carolina and Iowa on that side. LSU. We're all cheering for Caitlin Clark here, right? Right. I mean, I mean aren't we? You're doing the Iowa thing, aren't you? No, I, I want... I mean, South Carolina has kind of become the death star of women's basketball. <laughs> I mean, you're sort of... They have a title or four. It's like, all right. It's, yeah, I mean, it's okay. don't you want to see the one girl just light them up and win by herself? You're saying Caitlin Clark is more likable than Kim Mulkey? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And then I can't tell Virginia Tech is in this thing too, and they're a one seed, and I couldn't tell you Anything. one thing about no. their team. No. They play LSU, Iowa play South Carolina. Like twenty something thousand brackets, by the way, had the final four exact in this one because there's no Cinderella. Everybody's Well, the the amount of parity in women's basketball is nowhere close yeah. to the amount of parity. And in those games basketball. being at home the first two rounds. Sure. Teams aren't upset as much. Although I'm not sure if South Carolina could play on Neptune, and I'm not sure it would matter. They could have played all road games and still been 4-0 to this point. Yeah. So, yeah. Iowa, South Carolina, LSU, Virginia Tech in uh, this one. I think we're set up for LSU, Carolina in a final, and we'll do that. But, yeah, you want Caitlin Clark to go off for 40 and make it a game. And let's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm all in on Iowa-LSU. You would turn on Iowa-South Carolina if Clark is going off and with, the, with five minutes to go. Yeah, sure. See if she could pull it off. That'd be Sunday? Yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Saturday, Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, yeah, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be in. Yeah. Now, you're going to have to – someone's going to have to text me and go, hey, it's a three-point game with five minutes left. And Clark's making shots from half court. Yeah, sure. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Well, sign me up. But if it's like a 21 point game and she's got six points at the end, just of can't get shots because they're and... suffocating her. Yeah, so. she seems like a likable person. Mm-hmm. She's a hell of a basketball player. Football practice this morning. Coverage rebelgrove.com of Lane Kiffin and whomever else comes to the uh, the press conference this afternoon again, just just before noon, something like that, 11:30 ish for a uh, for a time on that for day one back with you uh tomorrow on the podcast finalizing time uh one of our podcasts this week will be the uh the journey into db cooper and potentially the uh the solving of that case has been going on for a very long time one of our uh, trusty subscribers an expert on it to a level that is hard to comprehend and i mean that in the utmost compliment there for uh for this db cooper thing so we get into that as the week goes on We'll uh, we'll have Jeffrey this week. A lot of stuff coming out. Got some other podcasts coming to you today as well. So I uh, hope all you have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.